Blog Talk Radio. Well, praise the Lord, everybody, and welcome again to Anointed and Appointed Word Ministries with Brother Norman Woodard. I am Brother Norman, and I'll be sharing an anointed and appointed word that will change, challenge, and charge your character to make an impact in this world for the kingdom of God and our Father in heaven. I'd like to send special thanks to Bishop Stephen and Ann Butterfield, who allows me to come before you every Saturday morning and break bread with you. Amen. They're the sister pastors at Light of the World Christian Tabernacle International in Stockbridge, Georgia. Where the leaders are Archbishop W. Smith, who is also the co-founder, and the senior pastor is Pastor Oshabal Hartman. They have services every Sunday morning beginning at 9 a.m. with Sunday school, and 10 a.m. begins their worship service. They have Bible studies every Wednesday, actually every Wednesday at noon, Eastern Standard Time. You can call into this number. 917-388-4161 and listen to the Bible study live. They also have Bible studies every Wednesday evenings at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at their location. That's Light of the World Christian Tabernacle International in Stockbridge, Georgia. You can catch them on Facebook, YouTube, and their website is comingtothelight.org. That's comingtothelight.org. Well, thank you once again for calling in. Before we get into the Word, we're going to hear a song. Amen. Go ahead. 
Hallelujah. Holy Spirit, fall fresh on us. Give us a, a refreshing, a newness. Restore unto us the joy of salvation. We need a refreshing fall. Fill us till we overflow. There be none of us and all of you, Father. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Well, thank you once again for calling in. We're going to go ahead and get into the word. Amen. We need Holy Spirit. We can do nothing without the aid and the help of Holy Spirit. A lot of people call Holy Spirit, Holy Ghost, When, when when Holy Spirit is referred to, he's called an it. Jesus said, when I go back to my Father in heaven, he said, I will send you another comforter. And then he said, and he, he didn't say it. He said, and he would testify of me. Holy Spirit is a person. Holy Spirit has been sent to comfort us. Only a person can comfort us. To aid us, to support us, to to teach us. Only saw him as who he is. Our perception would be so different. Our understanding would be so different. We're going to talk about that later. <laughs> Let's get into the word. Amen. Coming out of the book of First Corinthians. First Corinthians. The twelfth chapter. 
1 Corinthians, the 12th chapter. And we're going to read verse 3. 1 Corinthians, 12th chapter. We're going to read verse 3. And it reads, Wherefore, I give you to understand that no man speaking by the Spirit of God calleth Jesus accursed, and that no man can say that Jesus is the Lord but by the Holy Ghost. I'm going to read it again. It says, Wherefore, I give you to understand that no man speaking by the Spirit of God calleth Jesus accursed, and that no man can say that Jesus is the Lord but by the Holy Ghost. The title of the message this morning is The Insights of the Holy Spirit. The Insights of the Holy Spirit. Let us pray. Father, we thank you, Lord, once again for watching over us as we lay down the rest before you. Thank you, Father, for charging your angels to be encamped around about us, protecting us and keeping us in their care, God. Fighting off all the fiery darts of the enemy. And thank you, Father, for waking us up this morning to see another glorious day that you have made. For we shall rejoice and be glad in it. Hallelujah. Some people didn't make it, Father. A lot of people didn't make it. Hallelujah, but the mercy, the new mercies that came with this day, glory to God. You had mercy on us, God. And you saw fit for us to open our eyes this morning. Thank you, Father, for giving us another chance to glorify you, to, to worship you, to praise you, to acknowledge you, God, for who you are. Thank you, Father, for your word, your word that saves, your word that heals, your word that delivers, your word that sets free, Father, all those who are bound and captive in what we call sin. Thank you, Father, for your son, Jesus, who you sent to be the propitiation for our sins. Hallelujah. To stand in the gap for us, Father, and to take the sins of the world to the cross, to be sacrificed, to be crucified, Father. Thank you, Father, for even allowing Jesus to go to hell for us. Hallelujah. But he went on a mission. To take the keys of hell from Satan, stripping him of his power, God, making an open show of him. And thank you, Father, for raising Jesus up on the third day. Hallelujah. With all power 
in his hand. We thank you, Father, for receiving Jesus into heaven with his sinless, precious, conquering blood. Hallelujah. Giving us the victory, access to you, Father. Hallelujah. And thank you for Holy Spirit. For sending him to be our guide, our comforter, our teacher, our aid, our help. Hallelujah. And thank you, Father, for you, almighty God, our Father, who art in heaven. Thank you, Father, for considering us. For creating us, Father. For calling us your own, God. And now, Father, as we receive your word, help us to apply it to our lives. Make it personal, Father. That we may be the better for. And that we may represent you, God. And bring you glory and honor. In all that we say. And all that we do. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. The insight of the Holy Spirit. <clears throat> We're going to look at this, this scripture. First Corinthians, the 12th chapter, third verse. Let's look at it in the Amplified Version. The Amplified Version. And it reads, Therefore, I want you to understand that no one speaking under the power and influence of the Holy Spirit of God ever say, Jesus be cursed. And no one can really say Jesus is my Lord except by and under the power and influence of the Holy Spirit. So 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 here we, we see two things. Number one. Those who are under the power and the influence of the Holy Spirit of God, they can never say, Jesus is accursed. That's one thing. And, and, and the other thing is, Unless someone is under the power and, and influence of the Holy Spirit, they cannot say Jesus is their Lord. So either someone has 
the Holy Spirit or they don't. I'm say that again. Either someone has the Holy Spirit or they don't. They either have him or not. See, it was it was common practice among the Jews to call Jesus. The word is anathema, which means a curse. It was common practice. For the Jews to call Jesus a curse. One so abominable. This this is what a curse means. One so abominable as not fit to live on earth. Imagine that. This is this is how a, a, a lot of people saw Jesus. It was an early practice among heathen persecutors to force believers to call Jesus a curse. Hmm. There's nothing new under the sun. Say so it, it was it was an early practice among heathen persecutors to force believers to call Jesus accursed. No man speaking by the Holy Spirit would ever do so. And no man can call Jesus Lord but by the Spirit. Now, I'm saying man, but but I'm, I'm, I'm meaning male and female. No, no, no person, no human being, called Jesus Lord, but by the Spirit. Insight. The word insight means the power or act of seeing into a situation. Penetration. It, it it when 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 I when I read this definition, I thought about Superman. His 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 power of sight. How he could see through things. The power or act of seeing into a situation. And and a lot of times he would penetrate into another room where someone is trying to plan or come up with some type of scheme or trick, some type of deception. It's, it's, 
it's, it's interesting that last week we spoke about deception, about not being deceived. Actually, we've been touching on it now for the last at least a month. Let no man deceive you. That's 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 Satan's approach. His approach is deception. But 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 we must have insight. We must have the the power or act of seeing into a situation. To penetrate through the intentions insight is the act or result of apprehending the inner nature of things that's it the nature of things the intent or seeing intuitively you know how sometimes you 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 be around someone and you like some just don't feel right ah, it's it's just just something about them let's look at first John first John fourth chapter first John fourth chapter starting at verse one Talking about the insight of the Holy Spirit. First John, the fourth chapter, starting at verse one. And it reads, Beloved, or some say beloved, believe not every spirit. We can stop right there. Beloved, and and, and Understand the 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 word beloved. This is this is this is someone who who deeply cares about someone who is for their betterment, for their good. Beloved. Believe not every spirit, but try the spirits where they are of God. Many false prophets are gone out into the world. Now it's interesting that he said, try the spirits, whether they are of God. How can we do that? How can we try other spirits to see if they are of God? 
Verse 2 says, Hereby know ye the Spirit of God. That's the answer right there. We must first know the Spirit of God. Every spirit inspiring any teacher to deny the incarnation, his passion, his death, his bodily resurrection and bodily ascension. That, that, that's, why, that's why that's part of my prayer. Acknowledging his incarnation, Emmanuelness, God being with us, his his presence. One of my favorite songs is John P. Key. Jesus is real. And then his his passion to take the sins of the world to the cross. And his death to be crucified, to be sacrificed, and his bodily resurrection. To be raised from the grave. And then his ascension to heaven. To be received with his sinless, precious, conquering blood. That's why I say that prayer. Because anyone who denies Jesus' incarnation, his passion, his, his death, his bodily resurrection, his bodily ascension to heaven is not of God and is antichrist, or some say antichrist. Let's look at verse 2 again. It says, Hereby know ye the Spirit of God. Now, Jesus said, when I go to the Father, he said, I'm going to send another comforter. And, and, and he will testify of me. The first thing Jesus said Holy Spirit would do Said he would Testify of Jesus He would confirm That Jesus 
came to this earth, lived a sinless life, took the sins of the world to the cross. As they say, suffered and died. Went in to hell. I'm, I'm going to have to do a, a teaching on that. Because a lot of people don't believe that Jesus. Why, why would Jesus, in, in, in order, in order to, to, to conquer sin, death, the grave, and hell, why would he stop at the grave in order to defeat hell? He has to confront it. He has to be there. He has to face it. And some people don't even believe that there's a hell at all. That's a whole nother teaching. Holy Spirit came to testify, to, to confirm. That Jesus came. To confirm that he was sent by God. To confirm that he's seated on the right hand of God, interceding for us. Hereby know ye the Spirit of God, every spirit that confesseth Jesus Christ. Is come in the flesh is of God. And every spirit that confesses not that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is not of God. And this is that spirit of Antichrist, whereof ye have heard. That it should come. And even now. Already. Is it in the earth. Already. In the earth. The spirit. Antichrist. I love verse 4. Glory to God. It says, Ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them. Because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. 
That's Holy Spirit. Spirit of God is not in the world. This is referred to Holy Spirit indwelling the believers. He lives inside of us. Another word for insight is discernment. Discernment. Discernment is the quality of being able to grasp and comprehend what is obscure, what is hidden by darkness or not clearly seen or not readily understood or clearly expressed. What is mysterious? I want to say this. Because people say stuff just to say it. God works serious ways. That's what we hear a lot. God works in mysterious ways. This is this is the definition of mysterious. Listen to this. Mysterious. Of, relating to, or constituting mystery. Of, relating to, are constituting mystery. Now, mystery is a religious truth that one can know only by revelation and cannot fully understand. Mystery is, is, is something that cannot be fully understood by reason or less strictly whatever resists or defies explanation. So, so when people say God works in mysterious ways, 
lot of things that God does is not meant for us to understand. Something we can't comprehend. That's another definition. Exciting wonder. Curiosity or surprise while baffling efforts to comprehend or identify. We will go crazy trying to figure out, trying to understand, trying to comprehend some of the things that God does. But it's not for us to understand. It's only for us to know that only he can do what he does. That's the only thing we need to know and understand. That only God can do what he does. How he does it? That's not for us to try to figure out. But just know that there is nothing, nothing impossible. For God. There is nothing impossible to God. It actually says with God. There's nothing impossible with God to those who believe. Discernment. Let's look at 1 Corinthians. 1 Corinthians, the second chapter. First Corinthians, second chapter. Starting at verse 9. Talking about the insight of the Holy Spirit. Second Corinthians, second chapter, verse nine. And it reads, But as it is written, I have not seen nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for them. That love him. Glory to God. If you love him, you should be shouting. But God has revealed them unto us by his spirit. For the spirit searches all things, yea, the deep things of God. 
For what man knoweth the things of a man, save the spirit of man which is in him? I'm going to ask that again. For what knoweth the things of a person, save the spirit of man which is in him? There are three different spirits. There's spirit of man. There's spirit of God. And there's a spirit of the world. The spirit of man, the spirit of God, the spirit of the world. For what man knoweth the things of a man, say the spirit of man which is in him. Even so, the things of God knoweth no man but the spirit of God. The spirit of God knows the things of God. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. Which things also we speak not in the words which man's wisdom teaches, but which the Holy Ghost teaches, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. There's two kinds of wisdom the wisdom of man. Wisdom of God through Holy Spirit. The word of man's wisdom and the words of Holy Ghost wisdom. Let God be true and Every man be a liar when it comes to wisdom because wisdom only comes from God. True wisdom. Man may think that he's wise. A person may think that they're wise. but they're actually a fool compared to the wisdom of God. But the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him. Hmm. 
Imagine that. A fool believing that the things of God is foolishness. Because, all right, let's, let's, let me, let me, let me explain why I said that. Psalm 14th chapter. Psalm 14th chapter. Verse 1. And it reads, the fool has said in his heart, there is no God. They are corrupt. They have done abominable works. There is none that doeth good. That's a fool. A fool says there is no And how do they say it? By how they live. Says, but the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. They 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 can't grasp or comprehend what is obscure, what is hidden by darkness. Because they live in darkness. Only light exposes darkness. Spiritually discern. So there's two kinds of man. A natural man and a spiritual man. The natural man lives under the control, fleshly passions, the sensual and depraved part of man in contrast with the rational part. The lust of the eyes, lust of the flesh, lust of the pride of life. The spiritual man lives under the control of the Holy Spirit and mind. The natural man, listen to this, says he is the animal man as opposed to the spiritual man. Listen to that. that that's the nature of a natural man. That of an animal. Because when we look at what's going on today, how people act, they have the nature of an animal. 
an untamed animal at that. Have no care. No thought when it comes to taking lives. Hmm. And that's broad, taking lives. Spiritual man has the mind of Christ. And discerns and esteems spiritual things above the sensual. He is a new creature. And resurrects from death in trespasses and sins. Now listen to this. The lower animal passions of a spiritual man have been crucified and put off. Spiritual man examines, convinces, and reproves the natural man of his evil ways. Yet no one is able to find fault with the godly man. Because of intentions. Find the same things that Christ did. Because we have the same spirit. Let's go to First John 2. First John. Not St. John, 1st John. 1st John, 2nd chapter, verse 20. And it reads, But ye have an unction from the Holy One, and ye know all things. I have not written unto you because ye know not the truth, but because ye know it, and that no lie is of the truth. Says ye have an unction from the Holy One. Unction. Let, let, let's look at the word unction. Listen to this. Unction. Something used for anointing. Ointment. When I think of ointment, it's something that You rub 
that's what that's what the unction is. God has 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 covered us, but not just covered us. Because when 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 you rub something on you, it goes into your pores. into your bloodstream. Glory to God. Huh. So that's why it says Holy Spirit indwells in us. He's not just covering us, protecting us, comforting us, but he's also in us. Go in with this. Psalms. Psalm the 51st chapter. Psalm 51st chapter. Starting at verse 10. This is David. I, 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 I challenge, I encourage you to read this whole chapter. Psalm 51. But let's look at verse 10. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Listen to that. Say, create in me a clean heart, O God. Renew a right spirit within me a right spirit mm. a spirit that is pure a, a, a spirit that is holy a, a spirit that is righteous the kind of spirit that he's asking for Listen to this. It says the spirit of man is the intellect, the will, the mind, the conscience, and other invisible faculties that make him a free moral agent and a rational being. That's why he asked for. A, a, a right spirit. Then he says, cast me not away from thy presence 
and take not thy Holy Spirit from me. This is what David is saying. Said, take not the Holy Spirit from me. Then he says, restore unto me the joy of thy salvation and uphold me with thy free spirit. This is what we should be asking God. Creating me a clean heart, O oh God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from thy presence, and take not thy Holy Spirit from me. Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation, and uphold me with thy free spirit. Insight. Of the Holy Spirit. The insight of the Holy Spirit. Is for us. To see. To recognize. To understand. The things that are of God and the things that are not of God. Holy Spirit keeps us from going to certain places. Keeps us from saying certain things. He keeps us from acting a certain way. Because he's already seen into a situation. And so he he knows that if it's of God or not. So that's why we get that inner, that inner tug, that inner voice, that, that inner correction. That's why it says, quench not the Spirit of God. To quench the Spirit of God is to go into certain places. The Holy Spirit says, don't go. To do certain things, the Holy Spirit says, don't do. 
to say certain things that Holy Spirit says don't say. Even to listen and see, look at certain things that Holy Spirit says not to. God has given us the insight of the Holy Spirit. Father, thank you. Thank you, Father, for reminding us just how much you love us, how much you care for us, that you sent Holy Spirit to be our guide to be our comforter, to be our teacher, to help us and aid us in this world. Thank you, Father, for giving us your your, your children, those who have accepted your son Jesus as Lord and Savior, for giving us insight, for giving us discernment, for giving us an unction, a right spirit. that will help us that will aid us that will protect us that will comfort us that will lead and guide us into all truth thank you that Holy Spirit will not lead us into deception but he will lead us into all truth we thank you and we praise you for who you are in the mighty name of Jesus amen amen the insight of the Holy Spirit Love you. God bless you. Talk to you next week. Anointed and appointed word ministry with Brother Norman Woodard. Thank you, Lord.